Hey, God bless you. It's Apostle Anthony Wilson. I'm just so excited this week uh, for today's subject matter. We are going to dive into something that is very, very controversial uh, because uh, the series that we are in this month is forgiveness. We are forgiving people. But for some people, forgiveness is one of the most difficult things that they will ever, ever do. Some people uh, struggle with forgiveness. Even people who have been forgiven for so much still struggle with forgiveness. I pray that you had an incredible weekend, that you enjoyed your time at church, that you did something exciting this weekend, that you spent time with family, friends. Maybe you went out on an outreach or you did something uh, for God this weekend. Uh, And so I pray uh, that you have a happy Monday, a happy Monday. And I pray that this subject matter motivates you and encourages you and enlightens you uh, to the power of forgiveness. And so we're going to dive into our subject after a short clip from a recent um, situation that happened in Dallas, Texas. Uh, In Dallas, Texas, there was a uh, police officer named Amber Geiger who shot and killed an unarmed black man. She went into uh, an apartment thinking that it was her apartment. She thought that the young man was a burglar and she shot him. Now, this is as confusing as what it just sounded like. She went into what she thought was her apartment and shot a young man who she thought was a burglar. Everything seems crazy. Everything seems confusing. But what takes this thing to another level is this happened on September 6th, October 1st. She was sentenced to 10 years uh, in prison for murder. Uh, The next door neighbor, a man named Joshua Brown, who would have been a witness, comes up dead Uh, He was attacked on his way to his apartment and killed. Now, people are trying to link these things together, uh, which is crazy enough. But then we get another bombshell that in the courtroom on the day of the sentencing, uh, Botham Jean, the man uh, that she killed, his brother stands up uh, in court and forgives her. And I want you to listen in to what he has to say. Then we're going to have a word from our sponsor. Then we're going to get into the subject of forgiveness. And forgiveness is something that is very difficult for most people. Uh, Forgiveness is not easy, but it is necessary. So prepare yourself. Hang on. I want you to listen to this closely uh, because this sparked a lot of controversy. And we're going to talk about how controversial and uh, how difficult forgiveness can be for a lot of people. So stay tuned. We're going to tune in uh, to the courtroom and Botham Jean's brother and his cry for forgiveness and his plea for the murder of his brother to give her life to Christ. twice or for the hundredth time what you've or how much you've taken from us 
I think you know that. But I just... I hope you go to God with all what all the guilt all the things the bad things you may have done in the past each and every one of us may have done something that we're not supposed to do if you truly are sorry I know I can speak for myself I I forgive you and I know if you go to God and ask him he will forgive you think anyone could say it again I'm speaking for myself not even bad for my family but I love you just like anyone else and I'm not gonna say I hope you rot and die just like my brother did but I see I I personally want the best for you and I, I wasn't gonna ever say this in front of my family or anyone, but I don't even want you to go to jail. I want the best for you. Because I know that's, what, that's exactly what both of them would want you to do. And the best would be give your life to Christ. I'm not going to say anything else. I think giving your life to Christ would be the best thing that both of them would want you to do. Again, I love you as a person. And I don't wish anything bad on you. I don't know if this is possible, but can can I give her a hug, please? Please. Yes. Hey, welcome back. This is Apostle Anthony Wilson uh, back in action while uh, I am still um, taken back and uh, almost choked up over what I heard in that courtroom uh, because uh, not only because of what I heard in the courtroom, but because of the reaction that it caused uh, through the public, uh, through uh, social media, um, in different and various outlets, even pastors of large churches speaking out, um, pastor Jamal Bryant, the new pastor of new birth, uh, Baptist church in Atlanta, Georgia, very large church, um, was very offended by Botham Jean's brother who, forgave the murderer of, of of his brother and said that this was slave conditioning and this is 
you know, the product of years of slavery. And it's interesting that he would say that being a pastor, being a preacher, being someone who preaches the word of God and knows exactly what scripture teaches and what scripture says. Um, I can understand, you know, a person who uh, doesn't believe in Christ, who may even think that, you know, being a Christian is the white man's um, religion, um, that it's a, a way to control people. But someone who preaches the gospel, someone who teaches people how to be like Christ, uh, knowing that, you know, not to get into racial things, knowing that Jesus Christ was not a white man. We are we all know that he was from the Middle East and um, he wasn't necessarily a black man either. Uh, he was a man of, of darker skin and darker color. Um, but that's neither here nor there. What we do understand is what he taught and he taught, according to Matthew chapter six uh, in the prayer, the model prayer that we are to pray daily. When we pray, we are to ask God to forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And that's verse uh, 12 of Matthew chapter six and verse 14 of Matthew chapter six. He says, if you do not forgive, your heavenly father will not forgive you. That forgiveness is a part of the DNA, part and parcel of being a follower of Christ. Um, not because we are afraid, not because uh, we have been whipped or conditioned, but because uh, we have been forgiven by God for our sins. Uh, there was a woman that was caught um, in the very act of adultery and the men of the city in John chapter eight, verses one through 12, come to Jesus and say, this woman deserves to be stoned. And what do you say? Jesus knelt down on the ground. He began to draw in the dirt and he gets up and he says to them, you know, you who you that are without sin cast the first stone. And the men begin to walk away from the oldest to the youngest and they drop their stones. And that is so difficult uh, for us to do for others. But we do want that for us. We want people to drop their stones. We want people um, to forgive us. We want people to give us mercy. We want people to give us grace. But it is so difficult to ex extend that to others. And I could tell by the sound of his voice and I was watching the video that he struggled with this, not because it wasn't in his heart to do it, but because of what other people would think, how other people would view uh, what he is doing. You know, the Bible is clear. We talked on this this weekend in Colossians chapter three. And it says in verse 13, it says, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. That this is, number one, the characteristic of a Christian. That we are to forgive. I know it's hard. I know it's tough. I've gone through things and I am going through something where uh, it is hard to preach forgiveness because of three things. I'm going to tell you why it's so hard to forgive for a lot of people. And I didn't get to share this with our congregation. And so those members of Shore Foundation uh, listen in on this because this is 
for the podcast and uh, a lot of people didn't get to hear this but one of the reasons why it is so hard to forgive and I'll give you this is number one my personal feelings my personal feelings when I'm hurt or when I'm hurt over something or I'm hurt for somebody it is difficult to forgive because how I feel about it may be a hurdle that I can't overcome. How I feel about it may be a mountain that I can't climb. How I feel about it may be a struggle that seems too difficult for me to win. But by the power of God, by obedience to scripture, uh, we find the grace in our heart to forgive. Uh, the word forgive literally means to pardon, to show someone undeserved favor in pardoning their sin. It means to release, to acquit, to drop an offense, to let it go. This is hard when I'm personally attached to what happened to me or what is happening to me. And uh, it is so difficult, but I'm telling you, Forgiveness is not just for the person. Forgiveness is more for you because it sets you free. It allows you to go free, no longer bound to that particular person, that particular moment, that particular issue, that particular thing that happened. And so our personal feelings become this huge hurdle because we've, we're hurt over it. We, we feel like, man, how do, how, how do I let that person off the hook? Why, why should they get away with this? But they're not getting away with this. As he said uh, to the murderer of his brother, take that guilt to God and ask God to forgive you and give your life to Christ. It is one of the most powerful moments ever because it is such a controversial season for Christians. And it's interesting that when a Christian is being forgiving, then they're maligned and they're talked about and they're seen as somehow brainwashed but if a christian is intolerant and everybody's angry or you know how come they how come christians are so mean they're supposed to be loving and so when they are loving <laughs> they're talked about and when they're not loving they're talked about that sounds like scripture that sounds like scripture that 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 you will be persecuted for my sake that you will be reviled and all manner of evil set against you <laughs> For my sake, that it is difficult to be a Christian in this world, and it is difficult, especially because of social media, and things can go viral very quickly. And so, number one, our personal feelings, but number two, peer pressure. There, are, the people around you may make it very difficult for you to forgive, because even if you get over the hurdle, the mountain, the ocean of your own personal feelings, then you've got to deal with the personal feelings of other people. And peer pressure is your immediate circle. There, There's people that surround you that say, no, don't forgive. Don't let them off the hook. You're stupid. Don't, 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 don't give them another chance. Don't, don't, don't keep letting yourself be abused and don't let uh, the system, you know, abuse you or use you or, you know, manipulate you. But when you're standing on the word of God, the Bible says if a man's ways please the Lord, he'll make even his enemies be at peace with him. Forgiveness, oh man, is such a difficult thing for most people, myself included. 
There have been some times where it's been hard to forgive, but I learned that forgiveness is an attitude that I have to have as I go through life because I'm going to be offended. I'm going to be mistreated. People are going to do things to me that are going to offend me. The Bible says clearly, Luke uh, chapter 17 and verse 1, that offenses will come. But woe to those who commit those offenses. But offenses will come. That is a promise, y'all. That is a promise that, that, that you will be offended, that somebody will mistreat you. Somebody's going to lie on you. Somebody's going to deceive you. Somebody's going to do something that rubs you the wrong way, that puts you in a bad head space. And you've got to be prepared to forgive and your personal feelings and then the peer pressure around you that you've got to tune out the people who aren't obedient to God. And find people who know how to be obedient to God. Find people that tell you to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. Find people who will help you to find a way to forgive so that you can be free. So that you can move forward in your life. Maybe there's an ex that has mistreated you, dogged you out. A baby mama or a baby daddy. You know, maybe, maybe, there's, a, maybe there's a spouse right now that's going through. In, in a relationship and it is very difficult right now for you in this relationship because you feel like you keep wounding each other and you want to leave uh, because it is getting too difficult. But God is calling us to forgive. Maybe you left a church because of an individual that, that mistreated you and, and you just said, I just can't do it. And then people got around you and said, yeah, get away from those people. Don't let them treat you like that. And they're causing you to be disobedient to God, causing you to carry the burden of unforgiveness and deal with the poison of bitterness. But get around some people who will pray with you, that'll pray you through it. That will encourage you, even when you don't want to forgive, that they'll encourage you to forgive. They won't beat you up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want people to, that are going to beat me up, but I want people that are going to bear with me. He said, bearing with one another. And if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive as Christ has forgiven you. You must also forgive. And so your personal feelings, but not just your personal feelings, but peer pressure. But if peer pressure doesn't get you then popular opinion will you go to social media and there people just want to blast folks they want to dog people out they want to uh, malign people and assassinate people's character they don't want to forgive the masses don't want to forgive we don't live, live in a forgiving society we live in a society that makes you pay for mistakes Anything you say wrong can be repeated over and over and over again. And everybody weighs in on it and everybody gives their opinion on it and everybody talks about how they feel about it. But forgiveness is very difficult in this society today. First of all, because of how you feel. But second of all, about your circle. But third of all, popular opinion. This young man, both a Jean's brother. Oh man, people are crucifying him on, on some social media outlets because he's obedient to scripture. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, I'm in situations in my life where I openly say I forgive and I refuse to hold a grudge. I re refuse to be overtaken by bitterness. I refuse to let my heart be corrupted 
by unforgiveness. And so we've got to learn how to forgive. Forgiveness causes, uh, I think, three different reactions. Forgiveness for some people is convicting. When you see somebody forgive or when you're called to forgive, you find yourself convicted, feeling like I need to do that. I need to forgive. I need to change my attitude towards a person, a situation. And that's the spirit of God. That's the word of God. That's the truth of God. But then there are some people who are condemned because of forgiveness. They feel like I can't. And it makes me less of a person, less of a Christian. And I, I don't think I can do this thing. I don't think I can walk with God because I can't forgive that person. And I don't know how God can forgive me. <laughs> and so they begin to beat themselves up and then they don't want to forgive themselves because they can't forgive others or uh, because they don't want to forgive others. And so it becomes a very condemning and self-sabotaging and, 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 they, and they begin to um, turn inward and they turn away from the things of God. They can't even pray. They can't even worship. They can't, they definitely won't go to church and they don't want to be around Christians because they feel so condemned. But then there are people like the people who reacted to both the Jean's brother who are offended when you forgive because they don't think that forgiveness is a valid approach, is a valid way to resolve issues. They want to seek retribution, revenge. But the Bible is clear in Romans chapter 12. And verse 17, that we are not to take things into our own hands, but vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It's up to God. We want to leave it in his hands. Romans chapter 12, verse 17 and 18 says, repay no man evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. And if it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Verse 19, beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. God will repay. You love, let God judge. Because my judgment, my anger, my wrath does not produce the righteousness of God. And so there are so many things that we're struggling with. And one of the greatest ones is forgiveness. And I wanted to take some time out to talk about forgiveness. And so I'm going to give you four things before I close out and, and pray for you, because I do want to pray for you. I want to pray for our country. I want to pray for our people, because this is one of the greatest battles that we are facing. And so four things. Number one, forgiveness for a Christian is one of our main characteristics. And what do I mean by that? It is a distinguishing trait. It should be typical of a Christian to forgive. It's a quality or feature regarded as inherent in the walk of a Christian. And so you have to take on the attitude of forgiveness. You're going to have to think of forgiveness as the way you go about relationships. It can't be a reactive thing. It's got to be a responsible thing. 
It can't be something that you do after somebody's done something to you. It's got to be something that you take as a responsibility that you uh, undertake, that you do, because that is the way you're supposed to live. Number two, forgiveness is a call. It's a call on our lives because we've been forgiven. We're called to forgive. We are called by forgiveness. And it places a call on our life to forgive others. One of the most difficult things is, is to answer that call. The Bible talks about a man who was forgiven for much. He was forgiven for a year's worth of wage and Matthew chapter 18, forgiven a year's worth of wage, and he went and found somebody that owed him a week's worth of pay. And he threw that person in prison and said, don't let him out till he pays me. And you wonder how somebody who owed so much and was forgiven so much can still want to be repaid so little. Well, it's because our hearts don't understand the call. That we've been called to something greater. We've been called to leave pettiness behind. We've been called to show the love of Christ. We've been called to be a light in this world. We've been called to proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness. And we do that by showing love and showing forgiveness. I know church attendance is important. Giving is important. You know, working on yourself and your moral values. Those things are all important. But at the top of your list ought to be learning to walk in forgiveness. Because that's one of the greatest calls on our life as Christians. But we're not just called to forgive. We're commanded. Yes, it's a characteristic of who we are. And it is a call on our life. But it's a command from God. Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 and 22, Peter has a discussion with Jesus. And he says, how many times should my brother sin against me and I forgive him? And Jesus gives him a ridiculous number, 70 times. Seven. He says, seven times? No, 70 times seven. And that's in one day. <laughs> in Luke chapter 17, uh, verse four, I believe it says that if, a person sins against you seven times in one day and comes back to you and asks for forgiveness, forgive them. Tell them what they did wrong, rebuke them. Tell them what they did wrong, but then forgive them. That this is a command. This is something that God wants you to do. He wants you to forgive. Forgive. Forgive them of their sins. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive our trespassers. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And finally, forgiveness is a covenant between you and God. He says, if you forgive, I'll forgive. This is covenant language. If you do this, I'll do that. And God is saying, I'll guarantee to hold up my end of the bargain. And so forgiveness is about faith in God, not faith in people. That's why you can't focus on people. You've got to focus on God. That's how you forgive. And I know people have hurt you. I know people have done you wrong. They've done us all wrong. Yes, we have 
a reason to hold a grudge. We have a reason to be bitter. Bitter. We have a reason to have an issue. We have a reason to cut people off and to discontinue friend friendships and to get rid of people out of our lives. We have a reason, but we don't have a right because we have been forgiven. Last but not least, forgiveness and reconciliation are two separate issues. Forgiveness only takes one person, and that's you, because you make a decision to forgive. The relationship may never be the, be the same as it was because reconciliation takes the other person taking a step towards making things right, admitting that they're wrong and making changes. If a person doesn't change, it's not, that's not your fault. But you are still under the understanding that you must forgive them. You must release, acquit, drop the offense. Pardon their sin. Because your sins have been pardoned and forgiven. And so, today, I want you to take this to heart. And I want to close with this. To human is, to err is human, but to forgive is divine. God's divine will for your life is that you forgive and be free. Free of bitterness, free of anger, free of the pain. And so I'm going to pray for you today. And I want you to share this with as many people as you can. Find a friend, tell them to listen in. Because this will help them this week. And so, Father, I pray for each and every individual listening. And I pray that the power of God would begin to move upon their life. At the areas where they've been hurt. The areas where they've been mistreated. The areas where they've hurt others and mistreated others. That they learn to walk in forgiveness and they learn to receive the forgiveness of God. And God, I pray that a revolution of forgiveness would be unleashed in our country, in our nation, in our churches, in our families. Let broken relationships be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Let broken hearts be mended right now in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of unity be released to each and every individual. And I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. I pray that this encourages your week, that it speaks life to you. Those of you that are supporting this channel, please continue to support us. Uh, those that haven't quite got to that place where you stepped up and in faith partnered with us. Listen, the highest number that you can partner with us is 999. That's crazy. Partner with us. You won't miss it. We're trying to take a message of love and grace around the world. We want to encourage, equip, and empower people to love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength and love their neighbor as themselves. God bless you. Happy Monday to you. I pray that you have a powerful and productive week. Look to hear from me soon. I'm getting ready to ramp this thing up. We're going to be picking up a few more days a week. Uh, my wife and I are going to uh, start talking about marriage. Uh, Real talk with the Wilsons. Then we have another Bible study, a deep Bible study called Morning Coffee. We're going to get into that. Uh, I may share that uh, on Wednesday mornings. So get ready. 
We're going to ramp it up. And this is all because of the support that you guys have been giving. Uh, we'll thank you for that. I want to bless you for that. And we just say that you have a great week. Please message me. Let me know that you're listening. Send me uh, your feedback. Uh, and I pray that all of you walk in forgiveness this week. God bless you.